Welcome to Walkinverse. We're going to expose tyranny and share the truth. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome back. It's me, Kev. Today, July 31st, 2021. This is episode number 44. But before we begin, I'd like to ask each of you to please sign up for my newsletter, as this is the main way I can keep up to date with each of you, and the link is available in the description below. In 1988, Larry D. Fink co-founded an asset management corporation to dominate the world with his ideologies. Today, he serves as BlackRock's chairman and chief executive officer. From his position, Larry throws a socialist weight in many sectors, to include NYU and NYU Lagone Medical Center Board of Trustees. From here, he drives his influence over education and the pharmaceutical industries. But his reach doesn't end there. It spans into culture through his associations with the Museum of Modern Art and the Council of Foreign Relations. To push his agenda one step further, Mr. Fink joins the World Economic Forum as a trustee, where he preaches his primary intention, sustainability for all, aka the Great Reset. With the power he yields through BlackRock, he's a dangerous individual whose doctrine does not align with the U.S. Constitution or the American way of life. With $9 trillion in financial assets, he controls more than most nations. Today, BlackRock's control over world economic markets rise as they drive companies to adopt their climate change, race, and sexual policies supported by the left, woke, Marxist agenda. The rise of power, control investment for public pension plans, endowments, which are nonprofits, and foundations. If you believe I'm off base in my assessment of Mr. Fink and BlackRock, then pay attention to the words of Carl Icahn, a Wall Street shark. Quote, A ruthless Wall Street asset stripper, once called BlackRock, an extremely dangerous company. I used to say, you know, the mafia has better code of ethics than you guys, end quote. And now, I'll share a segment from Carl. And I'll just say what I mean. I'm too old not to say what I mean. BlackRock is an extremely dangerous company, okay? And, and, I, and, no, and, I, and I mean this, not that Larry's dangerous. I know I said in my debate with Larry Fink that I think BlackRock is a dangerous company. I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't mean it to insult BlackRock. BlackRock is there to make money. That's what Larry does, does a great job at it. Here is the major problem in it, okay? Mrs. Jones calls him, or even an insurance company, or even a pension plan, and says, look, we can't make any income. We need income. So the wealth management guy looks and says, well, you can buy high yield. They don't even know what you mean, high yield. What's that mean? What are the risks? Well, BlackRock got a great name, and we can buy, you know, one of their ETFs. Okay, well, that sounds good. Why not? You know, they don't know the price. They don't understand what the price is. They don't understand what the risk is. And high yields really stands for junk bonds. People are buying these, not really understanding what they're buying. And if you just look at the numbers, they're amazingly risky. You have 2.2 trillion of junk bonds up five years ago, up a trillion dollars. I mean, that's a hell of a lot when you think about the whole S&P is only 19 trillion. But Wall Street does what Wall Street does best. It sells securities. I used to laugh with some of these guys that sell these bonds. I used to say, you know, the mafia has a better code of ethics than you guys. You know you're selling this crap and you keep selling it. And, and in fact, you're shorting some of this. And that is really what's going on. And it's just deja vu. 
BlackRock is sort of a name on there. And this is one of the problems you had in 07, where you had brand names on a lot of these housing things. And the wealth management guys believe there is liquidity here. But if and when there is a real problem in the economy, there's going to be a rush for the exits, like in a movie theater. And people want to sell those bonds and think they can sell them. There is no market for them. We are going to a cliff. You get this party mobile, and they're all on this party. They're all having a drink and having fun. And you know who's pushing that thing? It's Larry Fink and Janet Yellen. Pushing oh, that and, and, and they're pushing the goddamn thing. I don't think that's fair. Well, but can I finish my cartoon, and then you can yell at me? Now they're pushing, they're pushing this thing. Because fair or not, somebody should have said this in 07. And, and I'm telling you, in 07, I talk like this, but I never really come out, and we should say it. Every once in a while, Janet wants to, she wants to put the brakes on it. And Larry says, nah, let it go. And the people in the party are yelling, no, no, don't touch those brakes. Don't touch us. This is fun. And they're moving toward this cliff, see? <laughs> and this thing is going to go over this cliff. Mm -hmm. And you know what's going to destroy it? They're going to hit a black rock. In 1999, BlackRock offered investors an analytical financial solution called Aladdin. Its purpose, analyze and track portfolios to help asset pension funds and tech companies against associated risks and protect their portfolios. Quote, Vanguard and State Street Global Advisors, the largest managers after BlackRock, are users, as are half the top 10 insurers by assets, as well as Japan's 1.5 TM government pension fund, the world's largest. Apple, Microsoft, and Google's parent firm, Alphabet, the three biggest U.S. public companies, all rely on the system to steward hundreds of billions in their corporate treasury investment portfolios, end quote. By 2025, they're positioned to manage risk for the entire asset industry. A lot of power in the hands of one company whose goal aligns with communists worldwide, the Green New Deal on steroids. To further the demise of the United States, China opens its doors to BlackRock as the first onshore mutual fund business to tap into the 3.5 trillion fund industry. And because of the generosity, BlackRock promises to help more Chinese investors access financial markets, or should I say, U.S. markets to prepare the final blow. Quote, We are honored to be in a position which we can support more Chinese investors access financial markets. And quote. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink. In addition, BlackRock owns a stake in the Bank of China and positions itself to extend its products to their clients across China. Global redistribution of wealth throughout the middle to low end real estate markets. Quote, Our view of BlackRock has always been that we need to be immersed in local markets around the world so we can respond to the unique needs and objectives of our clients in their home markets. End quote. BlackRock head of China, Tony Tang. As we focus on the United States, the roots run deep within the Biden cabinet as the National Economic Council played a critical role in the destruction of America's future. Brian Desi plunged the economy into socialism under the Obama regime with his 2015 Paris Climate Agreement negotiations. He paved the way for the socialist policies we see today as he partnered with China, India, and other communist economies for the Great Reset. Prior to these achievements, he served as BlackRock's head of global sustainable investments and helped Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign as the economic policy director. To further wealth redistribution, Biden elevates another BlackRock crony to serve as a top official in the U.S. Treasury Department, Adewal Wali Adimo. And while they prepare the path of destruction for the middle class, we can't let Harris off the hook. Her pick for Chief Economic Advisor, Michael Pyle. 
another former BlackRock Global Chief Investment Strategist who worked in the Obama administration. The economic tyranny started in 2008 when Obama handed the financial crisis over to their control. He allowed them to choose which banks, insurance companies, and corporations would live or die. And BlackRock's shadow government didn't end with Obama. It carried on throughout all administrations to date. Under Trump, they became the advisor to the Federal Reserve and led the Corona bailout program as they utilized BlackRock's FMA for the emergency asset purchasing program. But what's odd? The federal government didn't allow other asset management companies to bid for contract, an unfair practice as stated by government regulations and processes. And with the trifecta complete, they seized control over the U.S. economy. Larry Fink's vision becomes a new normal for the United States, wealth redistribution. Each penny BlackRock receives helps push their climate change policies. Even though Larry may claim to care about the tragedy of the pandemic, how families struggle worldwide, how they can't pay their rent or buy food, he creates the systematic inequalities he preaches against. Another fraud who's in bed with the enemy, China. His primary objectives? Like other fund companies, 20 to 50% over market values for U.S. homes to cut out American buyers and help financial growth for the investors of the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. These homes for middle America? Gone. They're positioned for rentals. It's feudalism in the 21st century. To compound the problem, home builders no longer look to first-time buyers or the middle class. With increased sales from Wall Street, they prefer bulk wholesale buyers such as J.P. Morgan, BlackRock, Fundrise LLC, and Roofstack. Wall Street's motivation? Same as Fink's. A rental economy, while they and their cronies consume all homes in target locations and manage billions in assets for their customers, the individual rental investor. Quote, The coronavirus pandemic sparked a race for home office space and yards. Occupancy rate reached records and rents are rising with home prices. The ecosystem of companies that service, finance, and mimic the mega landlords is booming. Burns counted more than 200 companies and investment firms in the house hunt. Computer Assistant, Flipper, Open Door Technologies Incorporated, money managers including JP Morgan, Asset Management, and BlackRock Incorporated, platforms such as Fundrise and Roofstack that buy and arrange for management of rentals on behalf of individuals and build their LGI Homes Incorporated, which now reports wholesale homes to bulk buyers in its quarterly results. And quote, Wall Street Journal. With interest rates at all-time lows, Wall Street, mutual fund giants, and online investment platforms outbid the average U.S. buyer by twice their value. This sets up a nation of you own nothing and like it. For example, as shared in an earlier report, in Conroe, Texas, Fundrise LLC snatched an entire subdivision of 124 properties for $32 million. And as stated by D.R. Horton Incorporated, they doubled their profits for middle-class housing. This also happened in Europe, where the rich can afford homes and the surf class rents. If not stopped, the chance to own a portion of the American dream will fade by the wayside in the United States. To further validate this trend, John Burns Real Estate Consulting estimates one in five homes sold won't be lived in by the buyer, but instead turned into rentals. And with BlackRock and others, the number far exceeds their estimates as they can outbid first-time buyers every time. Quote, you now have a permanent capital competing with a young couple trying to buy a house, said CEO John Burns. That's going to make U.S. housing permanently more expensive, end quote. To see a clear vision of the new Wall Street neighborhoods, think Section 8 in all communities throughout the U.S., 
rich and poor. Crime and chaos explode as your doorstep becomes a Nick's war zone. And while they distract us, they push medical tyranny down our throats as BlackRock controls 15 billion of Pfizer's stock. This affords a major influence over the company's board and policies enacted. Other major players involved, but not limited to, JP Morgan, Chase & Company, Morgan Stanley, and B of A. Moderna falls in lockstep with the same players over their shares as well. Through BlackRock, Larry's power reigns supreme to push any policy he sees fit. At present, it's all about climate change and the Green New Deal via an iron fist. Don't agree? and align towards sustainability, you're out and no more investors will work with your company. To guarantee Fink's get what he wants, in one year it's projected 77% of all institutional investors, Wall Street, will not work with companies who refuse his path forward. But how far does their control reach? It's every industry imaginable. Global transportation, healthcare, airlines, major league sports, food delivery, and the list goes on. Every industry who wishes to work with these investors must fall into compliance or else. In the automotive sector, how we buy vehicles will change. The utopian vision moves one step closer with FaceDrive, where rideshares become the future. And as stated by Fink, quote, Awareness is rapidly changing, and I believe we are on the edge of a fundamental reshaping of finance, end quote. He sounds a lot like Obama did in 2008 when he declared he's five days away from transforming America. We are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. And under Fink's fist, the transformation becomes complete. They own every asset imaginable as they leave Americans in the dark with no way out. If you believe gas prices hit all-time highs, you're naive. Shareholders of Exxon put two climate change Nazis into power. They pledge for clean energy as they destroy oil and gas. If you own a gas vehicle, junk it. If you work on a pipeline, find a new job. The motion forward, electric cars. In addition, a mysterious engine number one hedge fund prepares a way for new board members. Their stake in the company sits at 50 million with one sole purpose, influence Exxon's approach in climate change. And with BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, who together hold over 20% of ExxonMobil shares, they're going green, there's no doubt about it. But while they preach sustainability, these hypocrites who seek to destroy the gas and oil industry care less about pollution. They own 300 billion in shares in the parent companies who produce polymer products. BlackRock, the Vanguard Group, and each and other companies and financial institutions raking cash each year from these plastic polluters. In addition, big banks who push the same green narrative finance the production to the tune of 30 billion over the last decade. While they claim climate change, these devils seek their bottom line, quote, in the next five years, global capacity to produce virgin polymers for single-use plastics could grow by over 30%, and as much by 400% for individual companies, the report warns. An environmental catastrophe beckons. Much of the resulting single-use plastic waste will end up as pollution in developing countries and poor waste management systems, end quote. To boil the ocean further, BlackRock and four other asset management companies own between 10 to 30% of all shares in top agri-food companies. This means they'll control food in supermarkets with big tech at their beck and call. Companies such as Amazon, Alibaba, Microsoft, Google, and Baidu moved into food production. And the kicker? The agribusiness today relies on the cloud. And guess who owns it? If you guess Google, Microsoft, and Amazon, you're correct. Now the food you eat, controlled by fun companies, 
big tech and their AI algorithms. And if you believe censorship couldn't get any worse, wait until they control the food supplies that cut off the middleman and farms. Soon shelves will fill with their AI-controlled food production, GMO farm products. And delay the final blow, now they target your gun rights. Quote, to conquer a nation, first disarm its citizens. And quote, Adolf Hitler. If customers invest in gun companies, BlackRock helps them find other means for investment growth through index funds which exclude firearm makers and retailers. Those who refuse their tyrannical ways face Fink's tyranny. The communist executive officer outright threatens companies if they refuse his New World Order utopian vision. Quote, Companies must benefit all of their stakeholders, including shareholders, employees, customers, and the communities in which they operate. He went on to say that the key to long-term success for companies is understanding the societal impacts on your business and how it will affect your potential growth, end quote, Larry Fink. With the influence Larry holds over companies, they cave into BlackRock policies. In one example, Dick's Sporting Goods seized sales of certain weapons and raised the age of buyers to 21. In other cases, if a gun company upholds a Second Amendment right, the retailers under BlackRock's influence ceases business, quote, Based on our engagement conversations and our long-term view of the company, we may vote against specific directors or we may vote against management on shareholder proposals. This is an issue of tremendous urgency and we are bringing, and will continue to bring, a sense of urgency to our engagement efforts in this area, end quote, BlackRock. In conclusion, it's time to take a stand. We need to pull our wealth from their grip and acquire silver, gold, and Bitcoin to curtail their demonic initiatives. If we sit idle, they will destroy America as we know it. If we don't rise and protect those who cannot protect themselves, we lose our country and live under the rule of socialists and corporations. America is at a point of no return if we continue to sit and expect someone else to save us. There are more of us than them. It's time to rally the troops and end the madness which plagues the United States and bring honor back to God. Quote, Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your deeds from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Correct oppression. Bring justice to the fatherless. Plead the widow's cause. Come now. Let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And quote. Isaiah 1, 16 through 20. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider a membership at $5 a month. You'll gain access to all past, present, and future e-reports and books, as well as member-only content. The link is in the description of the episode. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email at walkinverse at protonmail.com. W-A-L-K-I-N-V-E-R-S-E at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. And until next time, keep the faith, stay safe, and peace.